Welcome to That Reality Show, the podcast where we take reality stars and find out what's really real. For our final episode of the series, we have Simon Cowell's bestie, Lizzie Kunde. There's going to be a little bit of this. But you know me after a couple of sherbets. I started texting him, he started texting me, and we got busted. A load of that. He was sort of cheating on me with two other people. And even more of this. And I'm sorry, I will never speak with him again. He's Stephen Bailey. And she's Brennan Reese. And this is the final episode of Series 1 of... (laughs) (laughs) Reality Show. Day 644 in lockdown. We're still here. We're still on the phone, Stephen. I mean, we ask this every week. Are you okay? I mean, you know, I don't know how to answer it anymore because I feel like no, but no one is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I've started I don't wearing... even think people are faking it now. No, I think people have literally gone mad. I've started wearing just the weirdest combos of clothes to go to the shops. Because I don't give a shit. <laughs> I used to proper care when I'd go out. I'd be like, right, put this on, put some skinny jeans on, do my hair. Now, the other day I walked the dog in a pink dressing gown. Uh, yesterday I went out in a pair of shorts and wellies. What have you been wearing? I, I mean, I'm totally on board with your shorts and wellies. I have literally, right now, I'm going to tell you what I'm wearing from bottom to the top. I have got blue socks on. I've got black pyjama bottoms, but on the left side... The, the the trouser leg is pulled up above my knee, but on the right side, it's appropriate. On the top, I'm wearing a Christmas T-shirt. I've got my glasses on, a bit of spot cream, my bracing, and an LGBT headband on. That's what I'm looking like right now. Do you know what I'm wearing? Hopefully nothing. I've got some boxes on and a cap. <laughs> At least you put a cap on. I know, I'm like Vanilla Ice's wet dream. It's awful. Oh, God. Um, So, how much longer do you think we're going to be in lockdown for? I honestly, I mean, I don't know when we're putting this one out yet, but I've seen people have started to rebel. And so people seem to have just decided lockdown's over anyway. So I think the government's going to have to either get online or build bigger prisons to lock everyone in. (laughs) So I I think it's going to, I think it's going to come to an end soon. It might even come to an end before this podcast even out. Ooh, fingers crossed. Um, Yeah. And what have you been been watching on telly? What's, because I know that you've been on telly doing some voiceovers for the reality show, Fur McCann. (laughs) Fur McCann, first time mum. Oh, first time Number one on the ITV hub even beats Corrie. Thank you, kind sir. I mean, I saw Corey yesterday. I was flicking through the channels. I don't really watch telly. I watch Netflix. Um, but it was one of the worst things ever. It was like a bad Hollyoaks. It was awful. Yeah. I hate when the Corey gives the kids storylines. Awful, awful stuff. Um, what have you been watching, babe? What have I been watching? Um, I have been watching... Um, oh, I started watching this show called Normal People on BBC... And it's uh, it's a drama, and it's about 
two Irish teenagers who just sort of fall in and out of love. There's loads of sex in it, so don't watch it with your mum. But it's it's absolutely brilliant. I think it's better than like you know those shows like Fleabag and all that. I think it's better than them. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, it. to be fair, I'm not a big Fleabag fan, to be honest. I think I'm the only one. Yeah, I know. Gay gas, gay gas. Um, reality TV-wise, though, I must say, because um, obviously we had Tanya Bardsley on, and Housewives of Cheshire, the new series is out, and I've been loving it. Honest to God, it's really made me look forward to a Monday. Is it great? It's so good. And they have a new housewife, and Lauren, who's one of the OGs, she said, oh, this is my friend Nicole. She's really nice. da 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 da, da. I, like, I can't wait for you all to meet her. And then when Nicole's car pulled up, I mean, Lauren went, oh, God, she's become a big girl. <laughs> 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 and then drama ensues. It's really funny. I love it. Well, talking of drama, we have such a dramatic person on. She's lovely. But if you type Lizzie Cundy's name into Google, it's like she hates Meghan Markle. She kissed this person. She got divorced to this person. And I'm sort of loving it. I live, I live for that sort of thing. Do you know when someone's dramatic but not a horrible person? Yeah, I mean, life. Lizzie Cundy, when I met Lizzie, I was like, this is who I want to be. She's got this fabulous life. She's got all these celeb pals. She's got a radio show. She just has a nice life. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't think there's very many worries there. And she really, I think she really loves it. Like, she loves being showbiz. And most showbiz people deny that they even like the showbiz side of it. But she bloody loves it. So, without further ado, who have we got this week? Welcoming to our stage. Okay, we don't have a stage, but I miss saying it. It's former WAG, radio presenter, and all-round socialite, Miss Lizzie Cundy. All right, okay, I got you. I put it to my ear and I muted myself. (laughs) (laughs) As a first. Okay. Um, Sorry, guys. And I've got my laptop with me. My son took it and then he's been around someone that had the virus and he can't come back because we've all had it. So, oh. Well, I'm excited just to speak about something that isn't coronavirus because... I did some Googling, and the first thing is that I saw is Lizzie Cundy got coronavirus. And I thought, God, we're in isolation. Um, <laughs> I'm all better su- now. I'm all survived. better now. Thank heavens. No spoilers, um, but you survived. I was know. It, it, well, I mean, it's, it's awful what we're all going through, but I mean, thankfully, I just had mild symptoms, but it was it's not good for the love life, is it, this being stuck inside? <laughs> oh, definitely not. Me and Stephen can't I mean, even touch each other's knees. <laughs> yeah, two metres apart now, boys. <laughs> <laughs> That's Willie Lenz. Um, so, Lizzie, what is the love life at the moment? Well, it's pretty non-existent because I'm I'm stuck in the house and can't leave. <laughs> but no, it's um it's been a bit of a turbulent time. If I'm honest, Stephen, I saw a guy last year for nearly a year and um. He was sort of cheating on me with two other people, a mother and a daughter, which was awful. I don't know why I'm laughing. It was dreadful. Um, And anyway, I had someone that's quite interested, but he lives in LA. It's sort of different. It's difficult, isn't it? Those long distance relationships are a bit hard, especially when we can't fly anymore. We're grounded. So um, 
I don't know, darling. At the minute, it's a bit quiet. What about, because everyone's doing those video calls, aren't they? Do you know, like the video dating? Are you not doing any of that? Oh, I know. I've, I, you know what? I've Since I've been, because it's been beautiful weather, and I've been doing my posts for bikini brands and all of that, I've had so many men trying to get in touch with me. And I just thought, oh, no. <laughs> I think it's turning me the other way. Oh, <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, no, I haven't done any of those yet, Stephen, but there's still time. Because with your sort of, like, I guess, track record of picking... Not bad men. <laughs> well, they are. I know. I haven't had the best. I haven't been the best at choosing. You're right. I'm surprised. <laughs> the you best choice. I haven't just sacked off men altogether. Because why do you like? Is it is it sort of the bad boy aspect of men, or is it just you think he's fit and he just turns out to be a bit of a wrong gun? <laughs> well, to be honest, um, <laughs> I just kind of think if they're too nice and they call me back and they're always eager beaver, it just puts me off and I don't know why. That's what I should go for, kind and sweet and always on time. But when they muck about a bit, I kind of think, right, no, it's a bit of a challenge. And I, I don't, it's wrong way to do it. And I'm going to change it from now on. So I'm not going for those bad boys. My sons are on their knees going, mum, no more. We can't bear it. <laughs> you have the worst choice. So I've got to be sensible. You know, I'm not getting any younger. I can't, you know, and I'm literally just going to concentrate on work for a bit and then if the right guy comes along he comes along but I'll try not go for the bad boy it is the bad boy a bit but no sportsman anymore no um you know <laughs> they're never it's in their DNA not to be faithful I think so I need to try a different different type of guy you could choose one for me Steam, and you're quite good I am really good at choosing men I mean do you know, I'd love to go out with you one night and just get line up a few men for you across the evening, but you know I really fancy your sons. <laughs> oh, they love that. They're very handsome boys. They're very good looking. But I haven't seen my eldest son for nearly six weeks. It's my birthday on Saturday and he can't come and see me. So I'm like, oh, devastated. So me on lockdown, oh. can you believe it? And my birthday's on lockdown. So I'm going to get dressed and are you up on your on my own. own. No, I've got my youngest son with me, um, okay. but he's 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 doing all the Zoom and quizzes and on, on with his mates. So he's quite he's good company, and we get on so well. So I'm really blessed there. I bet Stephen, like, I bet you'd love to be in that house, wouldn't you? Lizzie on one side, Lizzie's son on the other side. You just <laughs> you know, keeping everyone. Stephen could be Stephen could be the gay dad. <laughs> <laughs> he could be the gay dad and your daughter-in-law. Yeah. All <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> that would be fun. That would be my best. That would be the most perfect ever situation for me. I don't know about my brain, but <gasps> I'm getting a rainbow cake and I'm hopping in an Addison Lee. I'm coming over. <laughs> Lizzie, so because you did, I think, was it last year, the year before you did my Shirley Valentine Summer? Yeah. Oh, wow. Shirley Valentine Summer. That was incredible. Um, now, I, I, because I was, my summer sort of holidays growing up were always in Greece. 
So I love Greece. I grew up there. Practically all my summers were there. And um, my parents had a family house there. So it was the perfect show for me. I was so excited. And it was all about finding a man, which was great. And I love Greek And men. you did, didn't you? <laughs> I did. Yeah, but I got told off because, <laughs> well, what happened? It, you know what it's like. So we... It's supposed to be very spontaneous, but um, you're not supposed to see them when you stop filming. You're not supposed to be in touch with them. But you know me, after a couple of sherbets, I started texting him. He started texting me, and we got busted. And literally, they were like, no, have you contacted him? And I was like, being back at school, going, no, no. They were like, Lizzie, look at me in the eye. Have you contacted him? And I was like, oh, God, I've been busted. And I think he squealed. I think they rang him and said, have you been texting Lizzie? And he was like, yes, I have, yeah. And he gave, and so we got in big trouble. And he got, I couldn't see him again. So it was a bit, I was a bit gutted. Um, so that was the end of my Shirley Valentine love. But he was a hot, he, he pretended to be a school teacher. Did you remember and him? What was Did he really? He was hot. He was very hot. Yeah, he was, he was really he was, hot. I mean... You were the one that was like, I remember just like, you were threw yourself straight into it. Everyone else seemed to forget about the love life. They were just having a nice time in the chalet. <laughs> yeah, they were having a nice time. But I just thought, Steve, I thought I'll go, when I did this show, I thought I'm just going to be me. I, I'm, you know, you knew know me. I'm just a, a bit silly, a bit daft. I'll just be myself and see what happens. And I did want to actually find love. I thought, listen, I'm quite happy. I could live in Greece. I could, you know, I could give up the red carpet and live here, found a nice fisherman. But um, it, <laughs> didn't, it didn't quite work out. Um, and I was obviously in a house full of mad women um, who were, delightful and funny all different but oh man what oh, it was crazy we had nancy you know oh, Sven yeah. nancy, um who just disliked me from the beginning and you know you walk into we walk, i walked into the villa and saw her because we you know we didn't know who was going to be in there and i just thought oh no and she was like, right, I am with an England manager. You're with a small-time footballer. Okay, let's get the, you know, let's get it right here. Let's, you know, that's how we started off. And I thought, oh, no, please like me, Nancy. Well, um, I literally... Um, was looking for genuinely looking for love because um I I recently split with someone and I thought you know what I could just do with getting away change of scenery I was on that red carpet doing all those red carpet interviews day and night and I thought actually it could be a little bit of a break and in a way though it's work and it's a different environment and maybe it'll be good for me because I wasn't stopping and I thought oh this would be great and the night before they rang me and told me that when they said Nancy was on the show, I just put my head to my hands and thought, no, because I know this woman doesn't like me. So I thought, oh, no, <laughs> what am I going to do? Imagine if I'm in a room with her and I have to sleep with her. Um, <laughs> not in that sense, but you know what I mean. But um, I just thought, help me. But, um, you know, I literally bonded with everyone. And, and Nancy just wouldn't join in at the beginning she took herself away she kept stealing candles and stuff that were left out for everyone and we had to get them back out of her room it was quite funny but she came actually and then I got to know her a bit and I thought actually do you know what 
she's not a bad lass and we got on in the end and we had to giggle but you know I just wanted an adventure I just wanted to have a bit of fun and um I, I enjoyed being with the girls. We really bonded. Like Melinda Messenger was a little sweetie. Sean Lloyd, hilarious. Annabelle Giles, you know, she found my old boyfriend. Do you remember that? We went to the hunt for my old boyfriend. In yeah. And he, he, my memory of him from 30 years ago was like a hot, fit, Greek Adonis. Unbelievable. And then... I can't tell you what he was like. I didn't want to be mean, but when I saw him, he, he looked like he'd been crying since I left him all 30 years ago. It was something else. It's, it's obvious that you've met so many like brilliant people who you've got on with, but it's also, yeah. if you do a little bit of digging, very clear that there's people who you think... Uh, a bit annoying. Um, yeah, go on. That's, that's the I'm honest. Way of I'm it. honest. I am honest. But that, that's I'm the like best you thing. I'll that... do anything for you. But if you if you aren't very nice or a bit of an idiot, I'll tell you. <laughs> are, are there some celebs who you've got like um, like some beef with? Like people who you're just like, I will not give them the time of day because they never were nice to me. Uh. Well, there's a few. Uh, I did a show called ITV at the movies, um, which was fantastic um, for three years. No one really remembers it, but it was um, such a great show. And I was so lucky because I was able to meet all the stars and I, they'd fly me out to LA or wherever. So it was a nice little number. Um, and <laughs> I just remember, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like work really because you were given a beautiful cinema on your own with a big chair to watch a movie and then you'd get flown out to interview them. I thought, oh, I like this. <laughs> this doesn't work. But I tell you, what I'll never forget is Bruce Willis. And I'm sorry, I will never speak with him again because this guy just I had to interview him now I watched the movie it wasn't that great I can't remember which one it was and he just <laughs> stared at me and said you tell me so I'd ask him a question he'd go you answer the question you you saw the movie you answer it so he kept flicking it back to me and I said well you were in the movie I wasn't okay but you've watched the movie right so he was testing me the whole time if I watched the movie and because it weren't that great I, I was probably on my phone and nodding off so I was a bit like oh um what was your best bit and he started interviewing me and I was like hang on this is the wrong way around <laughs> and he was so horrible and I started off like right come on Brucey just answer a question and he got really angry went don't call me Brucey don't you ever call me Brucey <laughs> I was like Oh, no, it went so wrong. And I thought I'd be flown out to New York to interview this guy. And it was like, I couldn't use any of it. It was just hell. Um, but I, I, I did like him very much. I'm, I'm trying to think of who um, you want on a on a show, be sort of soapy um, reality star front. But I genuinely, you know, I do like everyone. I do like everyone. There are certain people that I think, oh, you know, Millie McIntosh, like she invited us to promote her. Uh, her products and then when we got there she didn't she said no I'm not going to talk about it and I was like what but you've got us here to you know to interview you because I did okay tv <laughs> for seven years and she just wouldn't talk and you know you think what's the point it's your product we're promoting hello are we doing you the favor so um there's been a few of those I have to say but you know I genuinely get on with everyone you I know, mean, you I'm have a, some of the I'm best a... friends in the industry, babe. Like, your best oh, mates oh, are Simon yeah. Cowell. 
Yeah, she's in Malibu at the minute. I spoke with Lauren um, yesterday. They're in they're in Malibu with um, little Eric. But um, you know, yeah, I have. I'm very blessed to have great friends like Bruno Tonioli. He's in LA at the minute. Um, so they they call me every day. I mean, I've been so busy on the phone in lockdown. It's like non-stop house parties, isn't it? I'm like, ow. And they're all in different parts of the world, so I'm absolutely knackered. I'm like, oh, God, what time's this one? It's like at 1am in the morning while they're having lunch. I'm like, looking like crap. But yeah, I'm very lucky. I've got great great friends but I think you've got to 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 get those sort of contacts and friends you have to be loyal and and you know I'm that's something if I like you I'm very loyal and I'll do anything to help you but it's it's a hard business as you know guys to be in and and I've been around for a long time I mean I mean I started when there were square wheels I've been around forever but it it is tough I mean I remember doing because I did OKTV for and we had to get the exclusives because we do OKTV they and they we had to turn it around that night because it's that that and it was so quick turnaround they won a headline as well for the paper and it was so there was a lot of pressure on it and I remember one time I was at uh, uh okay do and uh, you know it was a bit I'll be honest, a bit boring. <laughs> and I thought, oh, I want to go home. And there wasn't that many celebrities. So my producer went, should we just go off and go home? And I said, yeah, let's just go. Anyway, my phone starts ringing one in the morning. Lizzie, have you got Tom Jones, that was the producers of OKTV? So I'm like, I didn't see Tom, but I thought, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. yeah, we got Tom. I stopped. Just lie. <laughs> I thought, yeah, we got Tom. They were all right, all right. We need it first thing. So I woke my phone then ringing six thirty in the morning. I'm like, what? They're like, where's Tom Jones? You said you had Tom Jones. I'm thinking. Oh shit, did I say I had Tom Jones? <laughs> so I was like, no, no, we've got Tom. I'm sure we've got Tom. They went, we can't see Tom. We need Tom. It's the big story. He came on stage and sung at midnight. I thought, oh no, I left at half 10. So I was like, oh, right, okay, okay. I said, don't worry. Uh, we've got Tom. Um, g- give me five minutes. Can I just get a cup of tea? I was really stalling. They went, phone us back. So I thought, oh my God, what am I going to say? So they rang again. I went, right, no, we have got Tom. We just did two versions. We have got Tom. He's on a he's on a later version. We've got two lots of filming. They went, we need it now. We need it. So I was like, oh my God. So I phoned my guy, was the, my lovely Simon Withington, who you may know, producer. I went, we, we didn't Simon. get Tom. I said, we didn't get Tom, he went, oh my God, Lizzie, he said, we've got to phone every person that was at that event. Someone would have filmed Tom. So we had to get the checklist of every name of every person that was at that bloody event. Have you got any footage of Tom? They were like, who are you? I'm like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> so we had to ring like hundreds of people. And then suddenly so I rang me and went, I've got Tom. I've got him. It's Lane Solomon. I'm going to get it now. And he raced to get it. And thankfully we got it in time to broadcast for OK TV. But that was sort of some of the stories we had. And it looks all lovely and it looks all glamorous with me and my nice sparkly dresses. But the stress sometimes was like oh, I can't even tell you but we had a giggle with it but that was life with OK TV because it was so instant so it was a bit stressful I feel like you might thrive on it though Lizzie like do you love showbiz oh oh hello <laughs> it's just me and you she's put her ear on mute again <laughs> 
Sorry, darling. I don't know what happened there. Withers are going absolutely potty at the moment and so bored because all that's in the news is Corona this, COVID that. Yeah. Do you reckon, because you've got so many friends and you can tell us to piss off, can we have our first ever That Reality Show exclusive? Have you got any gossip? Have you got any celeb goings on of everyone at home? Oh, I've got loads of goings on. <laughs> I can't even tell you how many goings on I have. Um, gosh, but they're all, they are my dear friends. That's why they're dear, my dear friends, so I've got to be very careful. <laughs> um, but what? <laughs> would you want a Bruno Tonioli story? We'd love yeah. one. Well, we we get on very well, and we went over. Um, we had a free holiday. We say free to the Maldives, which was amazing. Um, but they said to me, I organised it, and they said, "Look, you're going to have to do a couple of things for this free. You know, you never get a free lunch. You know that, Stephen, right? So yeah. you, you're going to have to do a few little things." So I was like, "Like what?" And they said, well, "We'll sort it out. Just but you know." It'll be nice. You'll have a lovely time, but we'll, we'll need you to, to do a few promotions or whatever. So I said, that's cool. Of course. So I got there first. Anyway, I arrived with Bruno's friend, Paul, we, and Bruno was coming on a day later. And as I walked in, everywhere were posters of Bruno, like Paul Daniels with a magic hat everywhere, <laughs> saying Strictly Contest by Bruno Tornioli. And my face, they put superimposed like in his groin like Landis Candy. <laughs> and I thought oh my god what is this he's gonna go mad and everywhere I looked there were these posters my boy was like oh look there's another poster of Bruno and it wasn't a good picture and he, he was a bit vain but he's there with showbiz hands a jewelry silver hat something like <laughs> it was just awful and there's me out he, my face is circled in, a, in the groin area which was very odd and it was funny <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing but I thought he's gonna go mad so I just said what's happening and the and the manager said well no I thought we'd do a strictly night for the for the whole of the you know lovely hotel customers they they were so excited we we thought we'd do that I thought oh my god I just don't even know if Bruno's gonna do this and they went well no you if you want to stay here that's what we're gonna do so I thought oh my god we're gonna get thrown off the island okay so I just thought okay we'll just try and make this look I don't know what Bruno's gonna say anyway the next day Bruno's arriving so I said to my boys right see these posters just tear them down don't let him see them but they were everywhere, you know, stuck on trees, in the gym, in the restaurants, in the reception. They were like big bollards. So I was like to my boys, pull them down, just pull them down. Don't let Bruno see these posters, he'll flip. So we we go to greet him, he's like, hello, darlings. Oh, I'm exhausted. I want to have two weeks just lying down with my book. You know, really, Strictly has been so crazy. So we're all like, yeah, that's great. And as he turns the corner, there's a poster. My son's like, mum, tell him to look that way we're ripping them down we're like oh no so Bruno's friend said you've got to tell him we've got to have this Strictly night anyway I thought oh how am I going to break him he has to do this night of Strictly for the 
hotel customers and he's going to hate it. And the hotel bought a special sparkly jacket for him and all this. I just was like, no. So we, I have to go and say, look, Bruno, you know we're staying here for nothing. You know, we really do have to give something back. And they're doing a Strictly night. And he goes, oh, no way. No bloody way. I don't want to do that. I'm like, no, Bruno, you've got to. He's like, no, no. So I'm like, oh no, can we get round him? How can we get round him? So his friend said, Lizzie, he's not going to do it. He do- he really doesn't want to do this. So the, the hotel manager goes, come on, there's hundreds of hotel guests. They're all waiting to do Strictly. So I, re- I go, right. I said, right, Bruno's not feeling too clever, but you know what? I don't know if you know, I, I was on Strictly, which I wasn't. And they were like, were you? We don't remember. I was like, yeah. I said, I'm going to do the class for today. Maybe we can get Bruno to do the final. So I'm just trying to throw it into the long grass. I said, I'm going to do it. She said, really? And she went, well, they're all waiting. Come on then, Lizzie. I thought, I don't know how to tango. I don't know how to foxtrot. I don't know. So I was Googling it all really quickly, how to do all the dance steps, and literally had to perform in front of all these hotel guests, pretending to do the blue in tango which I had not any idea of and I did about a half hour warm-up to try and get I was like come on and you know the madness of it was I didn't have a clue this one girl said oh I'm a championship in ballroom dancing which literally put the shits on me I'll be honest I thought I don't have a clue what I'm doing and they all wanted to come back for another class they were all like can we do tomorrow and I ended up being this dance teacher when I can't dance and I did it for the whole holiday uh like when I met Simon Cowell have you heard this no, I really want to know this story. Okay, well, Simon, uh, this is many, many, this is good 25 years ago, right? So uh, 20 years ago, I'd say, yeah, it was a long time ago. Um, and I was in a restaurant with my friends and in the corner, they were, I said, oh, my God, I think that's, my friend was like, that's Simon Cow," And he was sitting with the then Max Clifford. Um, oh, yeah. So this is a long time ago when, when Max used to do his PR. Um, God bless him. And anyway, so Simon was in the corner of this restaurant. So I just thought, oh, yeah. Anyway, we were having a giggle. Now, I wanted to pay the bill for my friend. So I there was a little the, – where, where you pay, there was a little – tiny celebrity toilet that no one knew about and I really needed to go so I thought let me go there and then I'm going to pay the bill but this loo no one knows about it's kind of at the side so I ducked in to go for a quick wee and um because I was in a hurry I had locked the door and suddenly the door pulls open guess who's there Simon Cow. <laughs> I'm sitting on the loo mid-flow I'm like, uh, and he goes, hi. I'm like, oh, no, Simon Cow's looking at me sitting on the toilet. So I said, I know. He said, I know you. I said, yeah, and I know you. Can he shut the door? Because I'm on the loo. (laughs) So he goes, oh, of course. So I'm like, my head in my hands going, oh, no, I just want to die. So I get up. I think, oh, God, I've got to face this. He's outside the loo still. 
So I said, I'm so, he said, I'm sorry about that. He said, look, I owe you a drink for that. Come and join me at the table. But I said, oh, that's so embarrassing. Anyway, I said, look, you can use the loo now. Okay, we'll go and ha- we'll have a drink with you. But as he went into the loo, my my watch had got caught. He had like this Nicole Fari thready top. And it got caught in his top. So it was all threading away. So as he started walking into the loo, his, his top was all getting shorter at the back. I'm like, I'm attached to you. I said, you've got to help me. I'm attached. We're attached. And he puts his head in his hands. He's like, you're trouble, for God's sake. So um, I literally finally got myself free. And uh, I went to his table to have a drink, but I just wanted to die. I wanted to die. And what made it worse, Bobby Davro then walked in and joined us. So it was like, oh, help. But um, that was how I actually met Simon. We, we stayed friends ever since. So, Lizzie, we like to end the show on three questions. And um, first of all, thank you so much for doing it. Second of all, please, can you give us both Simon Cowell's phone number? Then we can be the new Ant and Deck. We want to be the new Ant and Deck. And third of all, we really could be. We just need to meet us. Yeah, I'll do whatever it takes. I bet you I'll join his harem. I'll join his harem. Oh, I don't You'll know. You'll be like Sanita. Like that. Exactly. Sanita I like that, darling. Stephen would be Listen, sat in his garden. Not getting with any palm. younger. You'd be sat in his garden with palm trees over your uh, nipples, wouldn't you? That's it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sanita. You'd look great. Sanita. I'll give you a spray you tan beforehand. <laughs> I'll need a spray tan. Just all the tips to get to Simon, please. So, first okay, question, I'll help if you. You could do. If you could do any of your reality TV experiences again, would you change a thing? Uh, oh, yeah, on a celebrity coach trip, I would vote off Brian Bello. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that is <laughs> 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 oh, the rest, God. I wouldn't change a thing. I wouldn't change a thing because I had a great time. <laughs> But that is the one thing that always I go to bed at night and think about. <laughs> Why would be awful? Yeah, he turned on us. He turned on us and he shouted in my face. So I won't ever forget. I always hold the grudge a bit of me. <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that would be the one thing I'd change, darling. That bit. Okay. Yeah. Next. I can't think of anything else because I I love I loved I, I won Celebrity for Weddings I mean I won that show so I wouldn't change that and I came I know and I really loved doing Shirley Valentine though I didn't find love it was great it was a great fun show to do if you could do any reality show in the world what would you do mm. I would probably do the jungle actually because I think people get me wrong and they think I'm more because they see me all glam with the makeup and but I actually am a bit of a go-getter and I like doing things out of my comfort zone um though I didn't like the zip wire being hung in the air um on on, on coach trip but I I I'm, I do like to be challenged and I'm very competitive so in there we've got you've got to go against each other and and try and you know win so I would I I like that one I think the best and our final question my favorite question 
are you happy? Oh, yeah, I am happy. I'm I'm genuinely um, a happy, positive person. Even, look, we all have our off days and feel a bit low. And I, I did after all my love life went, you know, tits up um, last year. That really did get me down a bit but I have to be honest I'm I'm very positive I love life love people and I always count my blessings every morning I learned to do that I'm thankful for everything I have and I remind myself every morning what I have and I'm just really grateful and though you know you always want things to be different or better in some ways I always think well, let's be grateful see what I've got and that's what I do every morning so I would say yes I am happy Oh, Stephen, we've done it. We've completed our first ever series of a podcast. And what a one to end on. She's promised to introduce us to Simon Cowell. I mean, we might never have to do a podcast again if that happens. Oh, that'd be nice. If he, go, if he gave us a jet, I'd sell the jet and just live happily ever after. <laughs> I'd be a Sunita if you wanted. Wouldn't you be a Sunita if you paid you? Yeah. Walk around in palm leaves. He wouldn't have to pay me. I've always fancied Simon Cowell. Have you? Smells like money. So, if we were to find Lizzie Cundy in all her bikini shots online, on Instagram, where would we find her? On Simon Cowell's Instagram. <laughs> and if we were to find you in your bikini shots, where would we find you? At Stephen Comedy, on my OnlyFans page. <laughs> and you, Brennan? Mine is just the thong and topless shots, and that's at the sun forward slash page three forward slash Brennan Reese. <laughs> So I feel a bit sad, even though we're now allowed to, you know, enjoy lockdown however we want. But this has been the end of series one. But if you've liked it, subscribe to the podcast, go back and listen to the others, rate it, tell your friends on iTunes, Spotify, all of that stuff. But for one last time for this series, Stephen. Stephen? Stephen. Yeah, Stephen. Okay, we can't afford the extra letter anymore. <laughs> Just say bye so we can get on with our lives. Yeah, bye. <laughs>